All right, I just hit the red button. No. Oh, I keep that one. Oh my cheese on my lace. Hey. Oh baby. Oh, we got them old school moves. Oh, I don't know about y'all, but that song's a little hot. I don't know if this is Cabernet or that. <laughs> oh, and we are back. What is up, ladies? How you doing? How you be? Hello. Hey, y'all. I am doing well. Are Very you? well. How are you? Look, look, look. I'm well. Y'all know I'm always well, if you couldn't tell. What about you, Keita? I'm doing good. Okay. I, had a, I, I had a great week. Are we talking about weeks? Is that what's happening? Yeah, but look at hey, Can I introduce the pod? Oh. Oh. All right, y'all. Anyway, y'all had us locked into the Wives Club. This is Bailey, and I'm here with the lovely, beautiful Kyla. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? And a cute Kita. Oh, hey guys. They're cute ladies. I, th- I thought, I don't want people to think that every time I call Kyla, the beautiful Kyla, that when I say Ankita, that means that she's not. It's just that, you know, our old little inside thing from the, when we had the wives last year. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I got to do you too. Um, you guys, welcome the beautiful Bailey. Ooh, what's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are back. Y'all want to get into our weeks? Yes, let's. Who wants to go? Who wants to go first? <laughs> yeah, tell us about your week. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness, what was my week? I don't. I'm not so sure. There's anything exciting. I've um, just been chilling, killing, momming. Oh, you know what's what was interesting about my week is uh, I know I don't know if y'all got messages about your kids starting back school. Yeah, um, I had that little form that I had to fill out, basically stating whether you want your kid to um, like be inside the building for school or do like a virtual thing. So that was stressful to sign. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I think it'll be interesting being a teacher and a parent (laughs) because of COVID. So, so you chose full online? Yeah, no, I chose for him to go to school. The only difference is that they're just, they're just having like like better measures as far as how they're going to be operating at the school and uh, all the kids have to have their own laptop. So literally I got to get, make sure Donnie has, I'll probably just give him mine, but yeah, it's, it's for safety. It's important. Are y'all kids, are y'all sending y'all kids to school? No, um, my little one will be at home. They said the first uh, semester, they first they gave us the choice. Then there's yeah. more and more things in Washington kind of started to kind of go up a little bit. Now the first semester, there's no choice, hundred percent remote. Then during that time, they're going to revisit it and see about the second semester what we're going to do. But right now, the first semester is guaranteed uh, remote learning. Yeah. So for for my son is I don't I don't really get it, but it's two days for two hours. Oh, damn. The rest is online. So I'm going to make sure all his questions, specifically about math, <laughs> he, he figures it out in those two hours. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll figure it out. Oh, okay. So my week. Yes, please. Um, okay. So yeah, it feels like I'm always going somewhere, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, one of my girlfriends, the same one from the week before, she actually had her retirement party. So we had a small gathering at a friend's house to, you know, celebrate her 24 years of service. And it was a good time. Oh, and work, you know, work, the business, the boy, the husband, school, 
That's it. Marriage. Full plate. Okay. What about you, Bailey? Did you leave your home? Cornbread, huh? Did, Did you leave your home? Did I leave my home? I went to Mama Tam's. Uh, okay. While wearing your mask in the car. What is going on with that? Oh, so the reason why a lot of people ask me that, I have posted a boomerang of me on Instagram for those who don't follow me, of my boyfriend and I in the core with our mask on. It's because when this first came out, they were like, try to touch your face less. So before I put on my mask, I always wash my hands and put my mask on to make sure my hands are clean in the house. But then I leave because I want to like touch stuff while I'm out and then grab my mask and put it on my face. You know, my hands might be dirty. So I always put on my mask when my hands are clean and then I don't remove the mask until I wash my hands so I can grab it off my face, take it off. Mm -hmm. I'm just be extra precautious. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I ain't playing. I'm not going to be no. We don't, we don't want to catch COVID now. I ain't want no COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to catch it for real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> My good. I, I missed. I'm ready to pop with y'all. I'm ready. All right. Well, let's get into it. Break down my failing. Um, you know what? I'd be inclined if I didn't break the damn ice. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> You'd be so excited about your little sound effects over there. I, I like, like that sound. I love it. Right. Right. Ooh, All right. So, 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 wop. 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 I think it's WAP. So, so Bailey, what does WAP mean? Oh, I don't, you know what? I don't know. I, I, uh, unfortunately, I came across that song on YouTube and they were saying wet and gushy. They were saying wet and gushy? Wet yeah, and but gushy? They, al they also saying wet and WAP. You like the word, Bailey. You like it. Oh, <gasps> wet and people? No. What ass? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear the edited version. Oh, you know what? Why y'all asking me first? No one getting well. I'm the conservative. That's why I asked you first. Keith, I know you'll break it down. What is what? It's a wet ass pussy. Oh, you want me? You guys want me to dissect this first? Since I know y'all want to hear it, and I've been, I'm, I'm about to like combust. So let me go ahead and get this out. Okay. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Boo! All up on that shit. Why? First of all, let's just get down to it. The song just sucks. At this point in my life, I've heard about Cardi B's vagina so much and Meg Thee Stallion that I could probably pick it out a lineup. I could probably explain it to a sketch artist because they tell us about it every goddamn song. It's like, we get it. Lastly, I don't know. It's just nasty. <laughs> you nasty. Don't be trying to. Yeah, behind it. Look, I'm nasty in the sheets, not in the streets. She got a whole husband. Okay. Y'all was mad at Aisha for being out there. but Everything she was talking about. Huh? I said, I'm sure she, he is enjoying everything she was talking about. Look, he and everybody else. What do you mean everybody else? Look, Carla, you the marriage. What would you, how would you like if Jamal had a, a song called H-A-D and then was slinging it around for every woman to see in the, in the United States of America? I mean, I, I'm sure she got paid very well for it. You know, I mean, her, that's her job. She's an entertainer. Like, she she came out being over-sexualized. That's just... True. And, and look, in the words of Lisa Ray, a.k.a. Diamond from the Players Club circa about 1996, all yeah. money ain't good money, okay? Make the money. Don't let it make you. All right. Well, I am on the opposite spectrum of Bailey. All right. I always. love it. I love... I think it's empowerment for women. I think it was intended to be empowerment for women. Cardi B came out and said that it was intended to be um, for women. I um, would like to highlight 
the the part about Kylie. Like, how do y'all feel about Kylie? Because that seemed to be the biggest freaking upset of the world for whatever I mean, reason. That was random. I was going to say the same thing. Even though I thought the video sucked, I will say, if it was for empowerment, why did y'all throw Kylie Jenner? You didn't, you didn't even need that gimmick. It was cool as it was. I mean, for what it was. I feel like they could have left her out of it. I, yeah, I like the song why? and I like the video. Why? The point of the, 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 the part. Like, what was the point of her appearance? So did, y'all, did y'all notice the other women that were in there? Um, you're talking about that, what was her name? Normani? Mm-hmm. Um, Mulatto? Mm-hmm. Sukihana? Mm-hmm. And Ruby Rose. So I think the intention of Cardi B was to put women out there that aren't recognized as as much, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she has specifically tweeted out that she wanted to put Kylie Jenner in there to show that you're still bad, even though you don't have a quote unquote talent. Um, even though Kylie is a boss. So I don't I don't see what the issue is. Kylie's body is banging. She got ass and titties, which we're gonna cover later. And she just she looks good. She's a successful woman. So I didn't see the issue. And as far as the song, I don't think it's nasty. Actually, part of it reminded me of Kyla. Um, I'm going to read the lyrics. Reminded me of Kyla? Kyla. Yeah, I did. Uh, Cardi, Cardi, Cardi says, not a garter snake. I need a king cobra with a hook in it. I hope it lean over. Ooh. You know what? I just thought of Kyla. For the people. For the people. Wait. For the people, because I was talking. I'm going to shut up. Can you please read that again? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so this is Cardi B speaking. Not a garter snake. I need a king cobra with a hook in it. Hope it lean over. Girl, you need to get into rapping. Why did that make you think of me? Right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So the last time that we had this podcast, we definitely spoke about hooks. Hooked oh. And that it's actually a, a disease. A, a disease. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts with the P. I don't remember what. Uh, it's a disease. It's a disease where the, the pain yeah, curves, but apparently it's, I mean, I've never personally experienced it, but apparently it's, it's great for the, the mind and body and soul. So, yeah, I mean, these lyrics were, were not bad. I, I thought that it gave women, it's, it gave women a sort of empowerment and men have been speaking about this kind of stuff since I can remember. I mean, I know all the lyrics to slob on my knob, like corn on the cob. What about y'all? I do. Okay, and so it was funny today. I actually saw on the shade room our favorite that um, CeeLo Green said that oh, music isn't the same as it used to be. It's too raunchy, and he like called out Nicki Minaj in particular. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's so funny because men have been doing this since I can remember. And it's like, why is the problem now that women are being openly honest about our sexuality? For what's the problem? It's raunchy because I mean, back in the day, our parents' music it was just as nasty. But you, were, but you were romanced with it. Now it's just like, damn, there's no artistry in it. I don't think it was just as nasty. I definitely think it was it's way, it's way more. I mean, they're saying the same things, but it's like, parents. you can't, at least we had like metaphoric and like some, you know, it was beautiful music yeah. even when it was nasty. Oh, now it's just, no, that, that don't count as old school, girl. We was, we were, if you can remember it as damn. Oh, so you're talking about the 70s. Something like the 90s. Slob up. Slob up okay. 90s, is it? Is it? Yes, two thousands, but I mean, oh. close enough. but I'm just saying, like you know, SWV was freaky, but they weren't vulgar. <laughs> what is even can't even what's a vulgar line? I don't get Little it. Kim was even kind of cool, huh? Little Kim was not cool. I could play you a, a song Little right. Kim was vulgar too. Was I vulgar. mean, but it was yeah, but but she had talent though. They have talent. Sorry, can't rap. What? 
No, she can't rap. Bailey. Not like not, not on like Nikki and Lil Kim's. <laughs> not on Nikki and Lil Kim's. Like I like Cardi's flow. Yeah. Whether she's writing it or not, I like it. And I believe her when she's rapping it. Where she got a speech impediment. Oh my goodness, Bailey. <laughs> So here's the thing. I feel like it's it's definitely not for everybody. It's definitely not something I would like my my son to be listening to, you know. But for me, with my girls, yes, let's turn up, let's talk shit, and let's keep it moving. I can't just listen to it if it's so empowering for women. I mean, come on, because it's extremely. And he's a child. But how is it empowering to know that your pussy is wet? Who cares? It's empowering to know that you can say these things, and it's okay because got you on that. Okay. That's my, my point. Okay. Because men do it all the time. And I don't understand why everybody's so disgusted because women are doing the same thing that men have been doing. Oh, right? men don't do that. Yes, they do, Bailey. They do it. No, they, they, when they do it, y'all call it degrading to women. When women do it, when women do it, you say it's empowering. You don't hear men oh. talking a whole song about his damn dick. Ooh. I mean, describing it, uh, every, every hair on the balls, the curve, the degrees, the length, the girl. You don't hear a man talk about it like in, in every song. I get if this, okay. I hope you guys are this. If this was like the first song Cardi has ever done like this, it would make, okay, I can give you that. I hear about her pussy all the time. <laughs> what else she got, girl? You can speak two fucking languages. Do something cool. Gracious. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you're biased. Um, you're biased. You I'm a like chick. Huh? Oh. <laughs> I like you just don't like Cardi. So I, I loved her at first. And then when I, you know, my relationship with Cardi is like, you know how a man always says like he's head over heels about a woman and then she becomes annoying. That's what Cardi is to me. Like, I loved her, and it slowly went away because she, all she talks about is her vagina. It's not all she talks about, but okay. it well, is. How men, how, why, why is it becoming such a big deal that WAP is out? But, like, it's when just, these men put out these same songs, nobody goes crazy about this. Like, this is so viral. I think the issue is when men put out those songs, women are upset and they say it's degrading. Then when a woman does it, you guys are saying it's empowering. Actually, yeah. a lot of women don't say it's degrading anymore. I'm over here dancing to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, like we're that dancing. That's the whole reason of the, the intro song. Because yes. I mean, so that's not like empowered y'all. Person too. It's just, it's just come on, don't be acting like when um for the nine nine and two thousands come on, like you don't get your ass up and start moving. I in. think I won't lie. Okay, so it's like we have, culture has accepted that men are going to speak about these things, but as soon as women do it, mm-hmm. oh no, with that part I can rock with that part. I rock with that part. I don't, I don't you know, I, I can recognize a double standard. I guess, but, but I, feel like, I feel like you're doing a double standard. Like you, you can sit here and dance to. I don't like when men do it. When men talk shit, when men talk about getting head and anaconda and all this and that, but as soon as Cardi and Meg come out with it, you, you just don't like it. No, 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 no. Every song is about this. And the song's not even that good. That's my issue. I don't know. I feel, I feel like they, the wordplay was nice in there. Who's the wordplay? Tyler, what's the wordplay? I mean, I don't know the words. But I mean, it was funny. <laughs> it, was a lot of, it was a lot of shit talking, and it was funny. I liked it. Y'all just are freaks. And you know, I'm, you are too. And at the end of the day, it's very, what being, having a, th- that state of uh, the quality of your vagina it, i mean it, it, it's important right if you're gonna have sex yeah i get yeah. everything you're saying yeah. i get the shit talking aspect i get that it's important so i get it there's some holes in this house there's some holes in this house there's some holes. oh shit now here she go again <laughs> anyway what y'all think <laughs> that was a jam back in the day y'all 
I wish I could. If I could twerk, I would. I would have twerked this song. <laughs> so what's the consensus on this, ladies? I still think the video was trash. What is now? I definitely don't think the video was trash. I mean, it was aesthetically pleasing. I think it was amazing. What? man. I mean, it was a regular song. We can all. I think. I it's just. I mean, the song was regular as hell. Regular song, but at the end of the day. It was it was aesthetically pleasing, like Kyla said. It was um it was genius, and I think that Cardi and her I wouldn't say genius. Genius. It was genius in the sense that Cardi knew how much play it was gonna get. She put Kylie there strategically, in my opinion, and she put all those other women in there strategically for women empowerment, in my opinion. Normani killed it. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, Cardi put, like gave them all individual props on her Instagram as well. Um, to because not all of them are Kylie's level. Some of them are just yeah, yeah, barely known. So I think that is so dope for her to do that, knowing her position. Um, so yeah, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was a, a great power move. I'm not gonna lie. I see y'all's point. You know, Kylie. You know, Kylie always says I don't listen. So I've been trying to intently listen. I've, I've been trying to listen with intention. Actively listen. You try actively listen. Yes, I see what you guys are saying from your point of view. I understand why you would think that way. I just feel like there's other ways to empower, but who am I to judge how someone attempts to Okay, empower? that's how it should feel. Look, we are supposed to be like silenced and classy and we're supposed to always just be these fucking robots. Why can't we just admit that we're human sometimes? And that's, to me, that's what it boils down to. No, you don't have to advertise and tell every goddamn body. That's not what I'm saying in that manner, but there's nothing wrong with it being known like, i'm just saying if it would have like dead ass this would have been you know her things I, I didn't speak that part but that oh. she also said it was a pretty controversial line that she said in there she said i don't cook That's i don't clean but i got this ring and i fucking love that and i loved it i loved it because that's what men expect you to be able to do these these domestic shit in order to be worthy of a of a of a ring and of a title and of this status to be a wife and no and i know plenty of other women that don't cook or clean and they're still got a ring just like her it's not needed i mean i'm not gonna condone not cooking and cleaning because i feel like that's a part of adulting man or woman her ring did come from a fuck boy so that's another story it's not like he's a keeper <laughs> why not bailey so i'm just- saying this before we get up out of here for this <laughs> This is my last thing for this subject. I don't know. Y'all can have them. I'm not saying we got to end them saying that. This is my last thing. I honestly believe my thoughts would be different. This is like their first one. You know what I mean? I guess I just came out of the gate with this with this song. But we've heard it from these two people. Two, it's all we hear from them. But we That's- haven't heard them have a song together. And that is their image. To be sexy and over-sexualized. She's sexy. Like, she's just their know. image. And she's Nikki, I don't this is the best. Uh, you know Meg is winning. Meg is winning because she's, she's done a song. She's done a song with Nikki. She's done a song with Beyonce, and she's done a song with Cardi. Only person left is Riri, and she done hit all four of the top tiers. I and love that, Meg. That's empowering as well, especially after what Megan just went through. Let me yeah. tell y'all something. I love Megan because it's authentic. She's her. I love Meg. She's unapologetic. Unapologetic. I love Miss Meg. It's just oh, what else? She's extremely unapologetic. I know, but Cardi. What else at the at the end of the day? You gotta kill your whole ass husband. Sit your ass down. Oh <sighs> Bailey. That is a stereotypical statement. You gotta right, kill so your husband so you can't have a wet pussy. Let me let me before Keith just close this out. So I think the main point of this conversation was men have been doing this shit for years. Like men talk about getting head, men talk about their dick, they talk about it all. And okay, it's nasty so yes, too. 
but we sing it and we like it. You know what I mean? I feel like it's it's a moment. It's not something I'm gonna wake up in the morning listening to. But if I'm getting ready to go hang out, yeah, turn it up and turn it on. I'll give you that. No, but the, the the point is like men have been talking about this shit forever, forever. And yes, the can't base the things we're doing don't do off men. You said what? We can't. I don't like to compare or base the things I do and don't do or accept and don't accept around the men. Well, the the point is, how come conservatives weren't protesting Biggie back in the day, or big timers, or anybody who talked about straight fucking? We expecting them to be nasty, Luke. Like they yeah. weren't. You know, good well, They was. They was. They was. They was. Uh, they was protesting some Luke. They were. So so look, either listen to it or don't. It's, it's just really, like that. I would never call for it to be taken down. Hell no, that's weird. Yeah, there's literally a petition out there yeah. that. It there's is. one to be taken down and there's another one strictly for Kylie to be removed. That's trash. Azura. I mean, but I'm yeah. just saying I wasn't jumping up and down when I saw Kylie, but do I respect the work she's done? Sure. I was jumping. Well, like, yes, Kylie, let's go. Y'all's names are so close. I thought you would like her, Kyla. Girl, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Keita. This is how long you, boo. <laughs> what are we doing? What's next? Women in Lime. Women in wine. Are we talking about ass and titties? Yep, you know. But Kylie got some ass and titties, though. They're not, they're not homegrown. Some ass and titties. Okay, well, that I mean, that's 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 good. That's a good question to bring up because that's why we're talking about this. Um, I'm I'm an advocate of body positivity, um, and there being all different types of body types amongst women, and all being beautiful from the skinny minis, from the from the, the the model size to the Lizzo sizes, and everybody being beautiful, no matter if it's surgery, surgery, excuse me, or all natural bodies. Um, but not everybody um, agrees with that, and. I don't know. I just kind of want to get into these questions as far as what do you guys feel or what do you ladies feel about um, body positivity? Um, how do you feel about surgery? Mm. How do you feel about how ass and titties is, is, is exploited in the media and on Instagram, if you will? IG. And how are your ass and titties doing? <laughs> how, are, how are our ass and titties doing? All right, doing? Kyla, because you know me. Go ahead. I actually, y'all, my view, my stance might shock y'all, but go, go ahead. So I feel like you should do whatever makes you happy. I do, but I feel like um, the media and social media has this unrealistic, you know, I want women to be shaped like this. And, you know, I, I don't feel like that's always realistic. I feel like number one, I want to be healthy. You know, I like to, I like to go work out. Yeah. Cause I, I want to look good and I want to feel comfortable in my clothes, but I'm not again. I, I personally, you know, I, I want my body to be healthy. Okay. And I still want to be able to wear my bikini and, and not feel uncomfortable. So I'm not against plastic surgery, you know, not at all, but I want to, I don't want to look like a, a pinup doll. Me. But the, but the the women that do, hey, that's on you. That that's you know, I, I try not to judge that. Do you, boo? But for me, I just want to feel like myself, but still be sexy because everybody wants to be sexy, you know. Okay. Yeah, I had um, <clears throat> I came across something on on Instagram that it was like a uh, I don't know a conversation or some sort where the boyfriend was telling the girlfriend that your your stomach looks like a bag like of trash. 
because of the stretch marks and stuff like that. I think that the body positivity thing becomes problematic with men as well, um, where they just don't understand. Same thing with our titties. After we have kids, them things are balloons. They get inflated and deflated and they don't have ever again. <laughs> so I think that's what pressures a lot of us women to get these surgeries um, so that we can feel like we were before we had kids. And there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of men misconstrue it and misunderstand it. And then they start this, this, Oh, where are the natural girls again? And right. I, it's like, who's ever pleased with the way that we look like? Right. I think it's, I think it's very hypocritical when when men put all this pressure on women when half the time they don't even like you've got a dad bod, sir. Like you know, but even even if their body is even if their the exact opposite, even if their body is banging, I feel like you should just be less judgy. Less, yeah. oh, she needs to have this. She needs to have that. Like, especially at our age, like it's so, it should be so much deeper than what somebody looks like. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that men do go through it a little bit, though. And I will say, because I've been a bit, I have done it myself, um, where we discuss their height or their dick size. So right. I think that men go through the same thing. I'm not going to try to be hypocritical about it. I definitely have said my comments about the little ones. But I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect, though. And, and, you know, I'm glad you said that because I feel like we should be able to, when we're speaking about these things, we should say, hey, this is my preference, not, hey. I'm not shaming short. I'm just 5'10". So that preference. I think that's a big thing that needs to be acknowledged. That's a misconception right there, my sweet sisters. That's a misconception, my sweet sisters. I'm 5'4", and I still like them over six feet tall. Um, <laughs> Twin Towers. Um, my take may surprise you, ladies, because you know I am all natural, but I don't like the competition either. I feel like a woman should be able to do whatever makes her feel good when she wakes up in the morning. You know, when you wake up in the morning and we all look in the mirror, we take our little tops off, we go get in the shower, we check our little physique. I know yeah. I do. And whatever makes a woman happy, I feel she should do. And I hear a lot of people always say, you know, as long as it's for you, as long as you're doing it. I don't even do that. Even if you're doing it for somebody else, well, that's what you decided to do. That's what you decided to do. I think it's not healthy to do things for other people because other people will change their minds and you're trying to be a chameleon and, you know, change yourself to when, you know, their mind changes and here you are trying to fix that. I would prefer people would do it for them, but I'm not going to judge if you're doing it for anybody else. I honestly feel like your mental health and how you feel about yourself is important and unique to you. I love that you said that, baby. That's so good. Thank you. That's really good. I have some facts. Okay, so ninety-one percent of women fear being unnatural. I thought that was pretty interesting, um, and that it's just a lot of women. They don't like what they see when they when they look in the mirror. Um, what do y'all think of that? Do y'all feel like that's? I mean, have y'all had insecurities and as far as how do I look? How do I feel about being natural? Yeah, like I mean, not not that necessarily, but like. A, has you know being a mother anything impacted your view on your like body positivity or anything like that yeah I mean I definitely like my um my body changed of course yeah but I'm okay without the extras but I just like it you know I just like my lashes I like my lipstick I like you know I just I feel like it is it's supposed to accentuate your beauty it's not supposed to make you look like someone else so it is my preference to be a little extra 
but I'm not afraid to wake up and, you know, go to the store just as I am. I'm not afraid to do that. I'm not one of those women who can't leave the house without something. I'm not. But when I step out, I want to, I do want my extras. Yeah. I feel like, I see, I'm, y'all know me, I'm on the extreme side of things. Like, I just feel like you could be whatever you want. If you want to turn yourself into a goddamn cat, go ahead, if that makes you feel good. But it boils down to what I feel like Bailey said, and it's, you got to do what's good, like, what is good for you, what makes you feel good when you look in the mirror. If that's how you want to look in the, in the beginning of the day, and it makes you genuinely happy, fine. But if you're doing it for somebody else, or you're doing it to look like Kylie Jenner, you know what I mean? Or you're doing it to look like Cardi B or you're doing it to look like anybody else in the world. Then that's when it becomes a problem. And we have to talk about the, 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 the mental aspect of this because there are women and men out there that literally hurt themselves to look a certain way. Like they're disturbing their health intentionally, whether it's through exercise, through bulimia, anorexia, mental disorders. It can be, become a really, like body dysmorphia is a real, like genuine issue. Yeah. So again, if it's, it's, if it's for all the right reasons, um, do whatever you want. Look how I'm going to still like hype you up a hundred percent, like 100%. So I had some, um, some positive ways, um, to practice self-care when it comes to body image. Um, one is positive affirmations, right? Looking in the mirror and saying, damn, I look good. Damn, she look good. (laughs) Um, Taking nude selfies. So when you get up in the morning or, you know, before you go to bed, take a picture of yourself naked. Like, just, it helps. Um, And regular checkups, obviously, from a health perspective. And my favorite, masturbation. That is one of the best ways that you can know your body and love your body because you just get in touch with yourself. So I just wanted to throw those in there to kind of wrap this topic up. So, ladies, speaking of ass and titties, <laughs> y'all ready? Yep. It is time for the woman of the week. <gasps> and this week, I have chose, ironically, a woman associated very closely with what we've discussed today. Y'all ready? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Kimberly Noel Kardashian West. My girl. <laughs> you mean Miss Kanye? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West. Yes. Okay, so let's get this rolling. So, Kim Kardashian West, married to our favorite Kanye West presidential candidate, friend to President Donald Trump, make America great again. <gasps> That's what you're on, Bailey? I'm not mad. <laughs> oh, keep it down, keep it down. I like you should see her face. That's funny. Anyway, Miss Kim K is 39 years old and she's worth about 900 million dollars. She's a boss. So she is Robert Kardashian's daughter. Y'all know who that is, right? Yeah. You got uh, OJ off. OJ did it. <laughs> OJ did that shit. Anyway, yeah, Robert Kardashian was known to be as um, OJ's lawyer, got him out of a lot of shit, even though I I, I really do believe that he did it. Anyway, so the reason why I wanted to pick her is because a lot of people, and Kyla said it earlier, like a lot of people just can't stand the fucking Kardashians, but 
a lot of people don't look at the good things that they're able to provide to this world or they have provided to the world. <laughs> so Kim is mostly known for doing her sex tape and she admitted that when she was on Oprah, that saying that that kind of kickstarted her career. But from looking into what Kim actually stands for and what she's done, she's a very big businesswoman. She's been doing it since her, she was, since her father was still alive, um, when she was selling her Manolos on eBay for almost two times the price that um, she asked her father to buy it for her. And since then, she's had like a shit ton of businesses. Some have failed, some have done, some have been successful. The biggest one that's been successful is KKW Beauty, and she also has a fragrance line, and then Skims, which I love, by the way. Um, it's really okay. nice. It's basically her underwear line that she has. Um, she has it for all types of uh, body types, um, mm -hmm. like as we've talked about in this episode, which I thought that was pretty dope. So um, yeah, very successful. And then the biggest thing that a lot of people don't give her, I feel like they don't give her enough credit for is for her legal work. So she was able to get, uh, there was like a, a fucking documentary that I actually, was actually released. I want to say on Lifetime maybe, where it talked about four people that she was help, uh, she was able to get released out of prison for prison reform. Um, one important one being, was it Alice Johnson? I think I wrote it down. Hold on. Yeah. Alice Johnson was her name. And that went up to the pre presidential level where she was able to literally get this woman out of jail. Um, and yeah, it was like a big, it was like a big thing. And she's actually, she's, um, she's going to get her, she's taking her, hold on. She's taking her, they call it a baby bar. She's taking her baby bar in 2022. So she's basically following the footsteps of her dad. And I just thought that was super dope. A lot of people don't give her credit for like the good things that she's doing because um, they're so focused on that sex tape. They're so focused on the social aspect of what she's doing, what she's done in her ass and her titties. And I think that she should be recognized for the good things that she's doing in this world. So that's I how. I and right there, what you're saying right there. See, I just wish people, and I think it's so, so ironic. See, maybe that's why I'm so reluctant to get into the whole empower, woman empowerment thing about this Cardi shit. Because that's my yeah. point. Like, when, when ass and titties are smeared all over the TV, it's woman's empowerment. But when this woman gets famous for her ass and titties, it's, oh, you don't, you, you're famous for no reason. You didn't do nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like, when do you get to pick and choose when ass and titties is okay? And even if she got famous off a of sex tape, which people don't like to focus on so much, I'm, there's other FaceTime, face, uh, sex tapes out there. I'm sure I have a couple people, a couple friends that have sex tapes and ain't done shit. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you're, if you're able to get famous off a of sex tape like that, then that was a hell of a sex tape. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, had to have been. I mean, I don't, I never saw her and Ray J getting it in, but I did. And it was wasn't boring. He, wasn't she chewing gum during the whole time? Yes. Everyone was chewing gum while I was getting the business. Right. But I love that she was able to get those folks out of jail that were wrongfully accused. Yeah. And, and the fact that she's trying to be a lawyer, stepping in her father's footsteps. Um, she, she said that, you know, it's never too late to follow your dreams. And I think that that's dope. Like, right. um, not a lot of people give her credit for that because they're too busy getting mad at her for her success for whatever other reason so yeah i mean rest in keto i like that Peter. i like yeah. him i like him a lot i don't know y'all anyways thanks keto like thank you. Kita. um i respect it you don't respect it. you can't stand the kardashians <laughs> hey you feel how you feel you I mean, I, I'm I, I'm never gonna hate on the good shit that she's doing, but am I logging in? To, I mean, turning on to hurry up and catch, keeping up with the Kardashians, that would be a no. One thing I found about people though, and that's the thing people don't like to give a lot of credit to, is first impressions. 
sometimes you just cannot get that out of somebody's impression yeah. of somebody like like wendy williams for me like kind of loves wendy williams <laughs> i can't believe it i'm like what do you love about wendy williams but i love kyla and i like to hope that she would you know she's a good person so i hope she sees some good in wendy williams but i don't see nothing good in wendy williams but she don't even we're not gonna go into it okay right, what we got next right. <laughs> next up y'all we got love and marriage we got love and marriage love and marriage all right go ahead the marriage all right so i thought about a topic um when it comes to new relationships marriage all those things how do you balance how do you balance your life prior to your new spouse the group dynamics of it all when is the we too much i know that for for my last situation because of what I've been through with my two previous marriages I made sure that I didn't go there um for lack of better words I introduced um my person to my family and friends right away because at that point I was like yo I've been through so much in my life that hey I need you to meet the people closest to me as soon as you can so I can get a visual so I can get their advice and I can determine if I need to move forward or not because you know your friends and your family they know you better mm-hmm. than you know yourself sometimes so they're able to pick up on stuff that you may not pick up on because you're digmatized or because you're you know distracted by love and all the chemicals running through your body um so I personally have handled it differently you know in, in my older age if you will but what happens with y'all when the dynamic, when your friends and family say, I'm not fucking with it, or something's bothering me about that person, or maybe they just don't get along with them, or there's some tension? Um, what, what is it that, how do y'all handle that type of situation? So I, I think you got to kind of fall back, you know, and, and love them from afar, you know, and just, I'm always rooting and hoping that my friends are happy. And I never want to be in a situation where I I feel like I have to compete because I'm not, you know, like I feel like um, when a friend or someone that I'm close to starts a new relationship, I want to, I want to welcome them. You know what I mean? I want it to be like one big happy family, but unfortunately it doesn't, it just doesn't always work out that way. So I don't know. You don't necessarily want to walk away from the relationship, make yourself available to him or her and just let them, you know, adjust to their new situation. I feel like that's all you can do. I like that answer. It's, it's so funny because when my last relationship ended, that's when my friends and family was like, yeah, Kita, I, I wasn't feeling this. I wasn't feeling that something was wrong. And I told them, yo, I really wish that you would have just told me, like, I needed you to be honest with me from the beginning. And I felt like I would have respected them for that. But I guess everybody's different with that. That's kind of hard, though. That's that, could go, that could go either way. You know what I mean? Like, Because at the end of the day, you know how I feel about offering unsolicited advice. Now, yeah. if you come to me and you say, what do you think? Now I'm all in. But as far as me, hey, Kita, this is what I think on the outside looking in. You know, you, you might not be willing to, you know, accept that. Yeah, yeah. I can attest to the whole Kita situation. <laughs> the only only because you and me are you and I Kyla Kita of course her family we know Kita's history 
as far as you see, okay, Kita's finally opened up to this new thing that looks pretty cool. Looks nice and shiny and new. So it's like you don't want to, I almost don't want to say anything about the red flags because you want her to enjoy and experience that new potential. That's what I thought, at least. I want you to enjoy that new potential um, relationship and veer out and try something new. So you, I mean, you almost don't want to say anything that you, you peep because you don't want to mess that up. So that's probably why I would assume your family. When they ask, I think that's the thing, the difference between what we're saying. Like, if I'm saying, yo, can you please tell me like, oh, be honest? Yeah, that's. Oh, the I know you asked. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's not with everybody, but with my family, I was like, "Yo, oh, I, okay. I need y'all to tell me like what y'all think." Versus it just being like, yeah, open, like, because I get what Kyla's saying. If if it's the latter, right? Don't you don't you cannot offer unsolicited advice to somebody because you'll never win in that battle, right? Pillow talk no. always will win Fine. over anything else. Like you can't beat that battle. That's so, why I've never tried to fight pillow talk. And that's yeah. why I, I never even feel a place. That's why I'm always, I'm more offended when someone feels like they can tell me something about my relationships. Cause I'm like, y'all do know this is who I love yeah. y'all. But in the day, it's who's cool. This is who I'm getting it from. Yeah. You know what I mean? So have you ever had like, but you just said like you, you would have on, on the outside looking in, you would have wanted to offer your advice, but Kita? you're saying that you wouldn't re- necessarily be receptive to it because this oh, is I who you're playing with. I wouldn't know. Even though it's coming from a good place. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. No. Only. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. No. No. <laughs> I wouldn't want to receive. This is why I'm, I'm reluctant to give it. But I'm saying, even when I send something, I'm kind of reluctant to to give it because of that situation. I know if it was me. I know I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do regardless. At the end of the yeah. day, I, I would consider what you say, but I'm gonna do what I want to do at the end of the day. Here's my question. So what if, what about when you get to that point where? there is a family member that does come forward and have, cause I did have a family member was like, yo, I'm Kita. I don't like this. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to put that in my back pocket. But I didn't get angry with that family member. I didn't get distant. I didn't change my mind about how I felt or anything. Like what happens when you do like when there is somebody does come and speak their mind and then there's tension. I don't like, get angry at all. Because like, what would you do? How are you going to handle that? I wouldn't get angry at all. Cause if someone that loves you, it's obviously, obviously they're coming from a good place. Yeah. I love you. They're not saying it to piss you off <laughs> yeah. or, you know, be a hater. So what would you do if you spoke your mind to who, whoever and they, they didn't like it and they started falling back away from you or they cussed you out or, well, how are you, how would you handle that? If I was the one that warned somebody about somebody, if I was the one that was warned. If you warned, warned. them oh. and they or not even necessarily that case. It doesn't have to be like you warned them, but it has to be like you presented an issue that you're seeing and they got pissed off at you. I hope my feelings would be hurt. But like you said earlier, we know nothing can repeat pillow talk. <laughs> but it's all about, I, I, that, my question to that would be, I want to pose to you, are you going to be there when they come back? Meaning like me, like, like are you going to be there? Like, I always wonder about friends like that who try to tell their friend about something and they chump you off. Like, girl, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. The relationship don't work. They want to come back to you, your friendship. I'm taking you back because it's unconditional at the end of the day like I mean we've all been there like I just said it you get digmatized that literally it's a chemical reaction in your mind when you fall in love with somebody oh yeah and it's like sometimes you just don't see it it could be right there in front of your face and you just don't see it but everybody else does and you just don't want to listen to them but at the end of the day I'm taking you back 100% I'll take you back 100 times you know what I mean? I own like, my friends. Me and you had two, a couple of breakups and I always say, I'll always take Kita back. <laughs> because it's like, I know Kita loves love and that's just how she is. And I think when you have a friend, you got to know your friend. Yeah. And 
I always feel like as long as I always take you back. Me and Kyla never broke up yet, but I don't always take Kyla back. <laughs> you know, I, I judge people from the heart, like our Lord and Savior. <laughs> and if someone's you heart's pure, heart, huh? You judge people from the heart? Yeah. Their intention. Well, how about not judging? <laughs> well, I mean, I take people like, I always assume good in people. This is how I am. I don't know if it's a cancer. I'm sensitive about cancer. I always, I always assume good in people. I hate to, I, I never really want to believe that someone's evil as hell. Yeah. I don't think humans. But I feel like, I feel like vibes, vibes don't lie. You yeah. know what I mean? So uh, I'm real big into group dynamics. Mm. So when it's off, yeah. I can no longer feel like I'm being my genuine, authentic self, mm-hmm. then, I, then I have to. That's a good point. That's a good point, Kyla. And I feel like I've kind of experienced that situation too, because when you're, if you bring that individual around your family um, and friends in any given situation and your family and friends are uncomfortable, it's going to kind of ruin how everybody speaks to each other. And I feel like it's sort of kind of happened with me as well. Um, my family, we just be drinking and having fun anyway. So we, we don't care. But I can imagine if you say, Bailey, say you have an issue with, um, with June's family members, somebody like they're just bothering you in some way. Yeah. Is that not going to make you feel some type of way being in the same room? Yeah. So it's like, it's that kind of thing. Like, what do you do when it, it kind of messes up that dynamic? Do you just fall back? Do you just be quiet? Do no, you-, you don't really have a choice. Cause as you, as you said, pillow talk yeah. always wins. Yeah. So, but, but here's the thing. I, I hate putting it like that because I feel like as a friend and as a wife, those are two different lanes. Right. You know, those Ooh. are two different lanes. We're talking about what we're talking about later in the episode. So what? are you asking if, are you asking? That is true. Good. That's, that's a good one, Bailey. Yeah. That is true. So, so are you saying that um, the friend and boyfriend thing, like say you have a best friend and they get a, they get into a relationship that that person should be able to balance out the relationship between their best friend and the relationship equally. You know, in a perfect world, I would say yes. I think that that should be the answer. Because I feel like, you know, I'm a balanced type person. You know, yeah. when I when I first got married and um, Jamal came over to Japan and, you know, I, I incorporated him into my life over there. I never really tried to separate the two. So I yeah. do feel like it's on me in the middle to make these two people feel comfortable. And if you do that and it still doesn't work, then unfortunately I feel like the, um, the friendship will change. Yeah. There'll still be love there, but you know, if, if the vibes aren't right or, you know, if it's not right, it's not right. And I don't, I never want to be in a situation where I'm trying to compete because that's not what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I like this conversation. Yeah, it's good. Shit. I mean, cuz I feel like it happens. I feel like it happens, you know. Everybody you you get into a relationship, you get into a marriage, you get into a situationship, and now you have to figure out, okay, I, I, you have to make time. Mm-hmm. You have to do you, you're supposed to at least. Yeah. yeah, you have to make time for not only the people that were in your life before, but you also have to make time for yourself. I think a lot of 
women especially get into relationships and they get so caught up in their their new situation that they even fall off with their own damn self like why are you not still doing those things that you love to do before your relationship why are you not taking care of yourself why are you not um brushing your hair the same or getting your nails done the same or going to get massages or anything of that sort i think that you have to uh, the best type of relationship is going to be the one that you can still maintain a sense of self and which includes your friends and family too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that that's important. Cause if not, that's, that's not, that's not healthy to me when you can't be, and I've been in those relationships where I just feel like you, you just feel like you lose yourself. And that is the worst to ever see, especially for me looking outside in for a woman to lose themselves and you can visually see it like, man, it's just the worst. And then it's so apparent when they get out of that relationship, the way that they act, you could see like, yeah. you could see a big difference. It's so noticeable. So it shouldn't be that way. It should be seamless transition. I, I believe that's the healthiest way for it to be. So balance. That's what we're leaving this with. Balance. And speaking balance. of balance, to close out the potty, I have a very, very similar um, question to ask y'all that's associated kind of with what we've been talking about. Y'all ready? Yep. We're ready. So put these things in order if there is an order to y'all. All right. Marriage. I guess we can say like wife, husband, significant other. Um, children, parents, and everyone else. Who comes first? Oh. Um, I'll go first. So okay. I'll say um, my marriage because I feel like um, that's my other half. You know, like that 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 piece right there is what makes me whole. You know, we we parent together. So after that, I would say, of course, my son because he's ten now. So in eight years, he's gonna be doing his own thing and gone. But we'll still be together. So I need that unit to be strong. Yeah. And. I hate putting these things in order because I feel like they are all, you know, it's a stool, right? And you need all those things to make it work. You need to to balance all those things to make it work. But I'll definitely say, you know, my marriage is super, super important. But I, I hate to say that because I got a son, but I feel like... It's hard. It's hard. That's why together, it's tough. You know, together, that's, you know, I need him. I need him to help me raise our son. I I need, cause he says stuff to him that I never even think of, you know, just, yeah, yeah. just man shit. And I'm like, damn baby, he's such a man. Like he's, he's the best dad. Shout out to my husband. But, um, yeah. So I'll say marriage, children, parents, and then everybody else. How about you, if baby? I have to rank those, but uh, you know, I love them all. Well, I'm not married. So child, parents, significant other, everybody else. Because I'm not married. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. That's my purpose right now. My as a that's my purpose, you know. I mean, I got a buzz, tell me who she was. Anyway, um, I just feel like honestly, my child is my heart beating outside my body. You know what I mean? That's my definitely, you know what I mean? So it's just like if that like somewhere happened to him, then you might as well just take me out at this, you know what I mean? So for me, it's him first, my parents, of course, my relationship, everybody else. Okay. I don't know if I was married. I would have more of that thought process like Kyla, especially since in her situation, you have the perfect situation where you, your son's father is your husband. 
So, you know, and y'all are in it forever, you know, for the long haul, at least that's what it seems. But in situations like, you know, Keita and I, we aren't with, so yeah, that's why I say what I say. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Bailey um, for my personal situation right now. So yeah, it's definitely my, my kid, then my parents, and then everybody else. Um, but if I were, when, when I was married, um, husband comes first automatically. Um, I think that there's, it happens too often. And even with my second husband that wasn't the father of my child, I would still put him first because I just feel like, like Kyla made a good point. Like they're going to be there for you. They're going to help you with that child, um, at the end of the day. And there's so many times it happens that if you're choosing your kid, over your significant other it can be problematic to your relationship and that can cause major issues within your relationship and that's not something i ever wanted to be a problem so um if i were and when i be getting in that third marriage (laughs) i will definitely readjust but for now it's my baby first all day no that's right all right so yeah i I totally agree with that because um as i said your marriage is not going anywhere. Your kids are going to grow up and, and go and go and do adult things. And you want to keep your marriage strong. You just, you, you have to, you know, you can't stop dating and stop loving on each other because when, when the home is right, when the pillow talk is right, then everything else should fall in line. Oh my God. That's, that's, that's me from the marriage, you know, 14 years in, I think I know I love something. Yes. Okay. Yeah. With, the, with the wop. It's that wop too. You know it is. Yeah. <laughs> I hear bed. Oh. Like, don't tell me what to say. Let me be my own woman. Right. I love that. This song's underrated. It is. I, I'm, I am who I am. What you trying to change me for? Change, well, it would be nice if they had a black girl version of it. Oh, here she <laughs> go. You woke. I mean, I'm just saying, just to make it more sassy. Like, I agree. We can do the read and make. We can do the read. Yeah, we got. We got to jump on the one, the ones and twos. You know, June got the equipment. Yeah, yeah. June on the hook. We <laughs> no bad song, by the way. I want y'all to hear. I love his music. You know. Definitely shout out, definitely shout out, Jim. He's an artist. I love y'all. I love y'all. Get out of here. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Nara. Deuces. Oh, 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 oh,